Matt Powers, welcome to Hemp Barons. We're so glad to have you on the show today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> you are such an inspiration to me and, and such a leader in really the planetary healing realms, in the soil ecology realms. But of course, life gets much more expansive when we talk about soil ecology, considering without those top six inches of soil and rainfall, we'd all be dead and farmers and gardeners. Matt, please let's get started by explaining to this audience of, of hemp and cannabis folks what permaculture is. From a, from a high-level perspective, what is permaculture? Yeah, in the most simple sense, it is a system of living and interacting with nature that's ethical. So we're, we're basing it on three ethics that are people care, earth care, and future care. And I say future care and there are other people that might say fair share, but I believe that's part of people care because you know, fair is between people. <laughs> and, and future is really about the collective and, and taking care of those ethics. So it's, it's something that, you know, not everywhere, but it's this simple idea that, that we can work with nature. And the, the, the ethics are there to guide us. There's universal principles as well that they're like everything gardens. They're things that we can see in all the environments around us as true, and we can actually rely upon as universal truths in science, in you know our, our cooking or the garden, or you know what I mean? There, there are things that are ubiquitous and true. And so it's really interesting because when you start working with nature, you begin to see how everything connects, how everything holistically interacts. And permaculture is that lens so that we can actually work with nature. And so I got into this because I was seeking that answer. And let me ask you this too, before we go on, nature doesn't make mistakes. Nature adapts. Nature is efficient. Nature creates perfect systems under whatever set of circumstances is thrown at it. it. It adapts and creates an efficient system around it. We don't necessarily do that as people. And so is there an aspect to permaculture, which is start to duplicate systems that adapt and are efficient and allow us to work together better, all of the different systems? Is there an aspect of that to permaculture? Yeah, and it's interesting because we tend to, in our man-made systems, try to do this distillation, try to do best of, try to break things down and find this perfect answer, a perfect solution. And our brains kind of uh, are hardwired to this maybe, or just trained to it, who knows. Um, but this grid, all these kinds of strictures and all this stuff, we kind of uh, have this proclivity to do this. Um, and in nature, we see this on the gestalt, on the whole, this harm, harm, harmonious expression, symphony of interaction. But then when we start digging into it, we find that nature is always improvising and always creating and doing things in multiple, multiplicity of ways and stacking and interrelating and enmeshing. And you're like, where does the fungi begin and the insect's DNA begin in the in the new mushroom that forms out of the dead body. And like, 
we, we see that there's a lot of confusion when we get in close and and it's actually this this profusion of different solutions and variation and diversity that creates that gestalt of harmony that we see and it's and when we work with nature we begin to see that there are all these layers begin to see that all these layers interact and if we start one in motion it tugs on the other and we can start this dance and the complexity grows and i would say that the inefficiency actually begets more abundance and it's a, it's a, that's efficient in a way but it's not like the way we think it's it, it, because it's like okay so the abundance from this becomes a surplus for that and then that feeds this system and it becomes this overflowing of blessings in a system you know it's very amazing but when we see it from the outside we're like oh look at the trees and then the animals come in and and it's this beautiful symphony right of this holistic system and i think that's part of the problem is that we we try to create this system that is as simplistic on the top side as it is on the bottom so we try to create this this simplistic view of the world and then we're like no we must all be simpletons and it's like whoa hey you know like we've created this system that prevents us from being individuals and working with nature and finding what what nature tells to us what 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 secrets are revealed in our climate in our microclimate in our bioregion because it's all unique and different and constantly changing because nature is always improvising and there nature is the greatest jazz musician there ever was because there's always it's she's billy holiday every night it's a new song even the, you know even though we know it's winter we know she's going to sing that song it but it's new so i i i really feel like it's a it's a little bit of a flip but but yeah i i agree that if we took in the simplicity of nature we'd be able to recast our vision and then if we took in the complexity of nature we'd suddenly have more compassion for each other we'd have more sensitivity to the earth and the changes around us and of course as usual you hit it right on the head and it's really there's simplicity complexity and then there is community and i think what i'm what i've heard you say here and i've heard you say it before is essentially when left to our own human devices we tend to compartmentalize i'm in charge of this system and i'm going to look at things in in terms of this system as opposed to how it is affecting others and i think to demonstrate that we can talk about the permaculture flower and then move on to some of the great stuff that you're doing and the most incredibly free online educational with its rock stars galore conference that is about to be unleashed on the earth our future but the permaculture flower of course co-originated with uh permaculture pioneer bill mollison in the late 70s and and david holmgren and that flower which is mostly the uh the symbolism of it is lost on most folks which is actually part of my hemp ace international uh logo is the permaculture flower and the petals of that flower are different systems building land nature and stewardship land tenure and community governance finances and economics health and spiritual well-being education and culture 
and tools and technology. There's not a whole lot that I said there besides land and nature stewardship um, that talked about gardening and farming and soil, right? What, what the permaculture flower represents, the petals of it represents, are all of the systems that basically encompass human life on earth in conjunction yeah. with all of the all of the living creatures and this is what i see uh our future our dash future uh a regenerative agriculture and an ethical entrepreneurship conference that you have spearheaded and are producing here um teaching folks so when you started the permaculture student um what what is your your passion in terms of education? What what called to you when you said, I'm going to make this my full-time gig, the permaculture student, and become an author? Well, you know, it's wild. Uh, I, I didn't expect to be an author. I went to school for to be a writer, and I failed at that. I, was a, I thought I would be a science fiction writer, and no one wanted anything I had to offer. And I... I basically shelved that dream and I was a professional musician and what happened was my wife um, got cancer and she lost her thyroid because they cut out the cancer and they cut out all of her thyroid. And then three months later she got skin cancer and it was due to the radiation they did, which they don't all, not all doctors do this, this radiation for the thyroid ablation treatment anymore. Some still do, but a lot of them, and if you ask them point blank, they're like, it causes other forms of cancer. And I was like, but I kind of sensed that at the time and I asked them and then they wouldn't meet my eye and it burned so deeply into me that I lost like all trust. And I had to, I had to figure out what I had control of, what I could figure out, what I could prove true. And the thing I had control over was our diet, our food. And so I started gardening but it was in 140 degree soils and, and, and that's ambient temperature, like 112, right? So uh, it's bare soil, it heats up more. And this was Central Valley, California. So uh, it was in the foothills and there was deer everywhere right outside of Yosemite. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't keep up with the juicing, let alone growing the food for the juicing. And I just burned out trying to help my wife. And um, we did the Gerson therapy for almost two years. And if you know what that's like, that's like eight, it's eight juices and a special diet on top of that every day. So many dishes. And so I lost my mind and my wife told me I had to stop. It's embarrassing to say, but my wife told me I had to stop doing it for her because I, was, I wasn't helping any longer. I was too stressed out. <laughs> Um, and I, and I was like, okay, and I started learning about nutrient dense food and it's better than organic. And I also, at the same time, I saw one of the CSA's soils that we were buying from and their soil was awful. And I was like, wait, whoa. And so at the same time as all this was happening, I discovered permaculture and it was like everything fixed itself it felt like because it was like oh you provided this lens and i look outside and I go oh well the the rows for my garden all point downhill so the water runs away i was like so mortified 
over and over again, this is what happened to me. And so I would like run out and like quickly like change things and like take photos like, ah, I did it, you know? And like, it was just, I, I like figured it all out. I, I, I fixed all my systems um, and, and I started growing food that I'd never grown before. I started being able to grow fast and change the soils dramatically. And, and, and it gave me, what's wild is it's like, you know, I'm trying to take care of my, my, my wife and my kids and stuff, but I ended up taking care of myself so that I could take better care of them. And in so many ways, it was the understanding of how life works and how it's like, well, push comes to shove. We're going to be okay. I've got, you know, enough seats for a village uh, in my closet. And so I, I, I feel very safe. Um, I, I know I understand things. I, I feel very, very safe. And I also know, know what, what, what foods we eat now and, and all those kinds of things. We've come so far. But permaculture was the seed. And then it grew from that, you know, that individual piece to this greater piece as I saw that, hey, this is the answer to what that high school kid's asking me because I was a high school teacher. I quit the music industry and became a high school teacher so I could be home uh, more often for my family. And so I realized it was like the non-controversial, non-political answer to every question. Because they're like, ah, oh, but, but, and then I'm like, science. And they're like, oh, science. Okay, well, if it's profitable and it's science and everyone's, you know, it's the cutting edge of, of agriculture and, and people are restoring the deserts with it and, it suddenly became this like incredible thing and I couldn't stop talking about it still today. Uh, and so I just, I just became like the English slash permaculture teacher. And I started teaching seed saving in English class and they gave me a garden and I, I just went mad with permaculture and I ended up, um, all right, so this is a special charter school where everything was laptop, uh, MacBook laptops. It was Apple certified. I was creating all my curriculum from scratch. And so I was really good at modifying it on the fly per kid, per student. I mean, I had like almost 200 students and basically almost 200 lesson preps. But I designed it in a way that it didn't take my time. Um, and I used to teach, actually, before this life, I used to teach teachers how to stop using homework and get higher, uh, like scores on the standardized test without training to it. Um, but, but I, I realized as I was teaching the kids how to do a Kickstarter, how to launch a business and crowdfund it, that in my example that I had created. I remember I your Kickstarter and you've had, and you've had more than one. Yeah, I've had seven. <laughs> and three of them have failed, uh, but I've learned a lot. And what happened was this one like hit the hit the goal in three days. So it was like I was teaching the kids. I was like, "We're gonna do a Kickstarter. I'll do one too." And then the kids didn't finish their projects on time, and then I did. And then suddenly, I made an entire year's salary in thirty days. And I was like, "Is this how this works? This is crazy. That's real." And I, it took me a while to actually quit teaching because it was like too, I was in shock. <laughs> um, but that's what started it was this desire to share permaculture as a solution um, to like everything, uh, especially 
for, and what I realized, this is the pain point. It's that K through 12 education. My mission statement is to create permaculture and regenerative educational materials for K through 12 through college to connect to the regenerative economy so that we can completely reset our entire system. You, there are educators and then there are inspiring educators and then there are just planetary healers that just take it to a whole new level. And sort of the way that hemp affected me when I was first exposed to to its history, to the social justice aspect of it, to the environmental healing aspect of it, all of that, it affected me on a cellular level and, and it altered the trajectory of my life. Hemp is, I'm consumed by it, particularly now that my sons, you have two sons as well, but mine are 26 and 28. Um, and you are consumed by permaculture. It oozes out of you the inspiration, the intelligence <laughs> of it, the articulation of it. I mean, I remember when I first um, started to explore it and I just, I happened to find this, this YouTube video and there you were, it's probably five years old now. Um, and it was just amazing the, the level of inspiration and detail and imagery and education that I was able to get uh, out of that. I watched it several, several times because it, it just affected me on such a tremendous level. And that's you and the way that you communicate. And that is also your level of, of really inspiration for the subject matter. So you, be, you then start the permaculture student. Um, so you've got books, you've got classes. We're going to get all of your links up on mjbulls.com uh, to get everything up there. And now you have also created, and this is, this is the first time I've seen this, Matt. This is a huge undertaking. An incredible five-day full free online event called Our Future. Um, really, and it's, as you say, it's about a conference for ethical entrepreneurs. So you want to empower people, not only to heal the world, um, but to empower people to move forward in their visions, to monetize um, their visions so that we can be living purpose-driven, fulfilling lives uh, that, that heal the planet and create better systems. So with that, tell us, r-future, which is where you'll find it, uh, www.r-future.world. And we'll have, of course, this link up on MJ Bulls. But R stands for a regenerative future. Tell us about when you decided to do this and some of the incredible uh, humans that I'm going to be able to um, say that I'm a, I'm a speaker with here. Uh, that are that are speaking at your event. Yeah. Paul Stamets and Elaine Ingham just just making me crazy here. Just total heroes and heroines. <sighs> well, you know what? It, it started out two years ago that this idea came to me, and I am a super fan of. And this is a conference that happened a while ago. Permaculture Voices. And it really tried to combine the business world and permaculture to give permaculture folk the skills that they needed to, um, to launch their own businesses. And it missed like a 
the psycholo- psychological side. It missed the actual, I felt like the business coaching side. And it, it, I think it missed the, the touchstones of iterative learning. But that's because I'm an educator and they were business folk. And I love Diego. He, he had me speak in there. That was like my first big break. But this is something that has been, been building in my mind. I've actually had regenerative entrepreneurs and experts courses for many years now. So I'm on the same page trying to figure this out. But this is the result of all that work, that experimentation, going to other people's conferences. And, and also, all, all, you know, my master's degree in education, all those kinds of things, experimenting in the classroom and seeing what works. And I, I know that if we can learn from the examples of the people who have done it, if we can get together, we can work on our business plans. We can talk about our why. We can talk about our routines. We can talk about the, the best practices, not just in business design, but in life design because you, we are our business. The quality of our lives is the quality of our performance. And if we're solopreneurs and just starting a business, the quality of our business is us. <laughs> so, so I really feel like it has to be like, uh, like a Brandon Burchard. And Brandon Burchard's like, a, like a, a nice Tony Robbins that doesn't swear or yell at you. Um, uh, maybe too nice for some people, that's okay. He's like a Mr. Rogers and like, but much shorter. Um, and I love him, but but he goes into all this, like the psychology of best performance. He had the largest study ever done on high performance. And so I, I, I wanted, and I've been to a bunch of his events, and I wanted it to be that transformative, like a Tony Robbins kind of event, but focused on on, on the, the, the person who, who's attending, on you, you know, on the listener, and and unlocking their path their greatness, just like if you were in my classroom again. Like that's the thing is it's like I never really left the classroom and that heart desire to help these kids that were trapped in a situation that they didn't deserve to be put in. I've never left that. And I see us all in the same exact position. I was teaching in the sixth most violent county in North America, teaching English to sophomores at high school. And they hadn't read, the, the first novel they read ever was freshman year and it was the hunger games so i'm like literature guy from nyu and and like so so i like went in there and i saw how they didn't they called the outline for the essay the powers outline because i'd never seen an outline before so i was mortified and that like catalyzed me and changed my dna and so this event is really about giving people a complete package so that they can design their business, they can troubleshoot it, get feedback, ask questions of experts, hear the stories of experts from different perspectives, the challenges they faced, the early wins, the things that fed them, so that these stories will feed you, will inspire you and help you go to that next level to start living a life where integrity is just built in by design, where every dollar you make or, or, or whatever currency, Bitcoin or what have you, um, is an integrity proof. It's like, oh, no, no, my business, what I'm doing, the good that I'm doing, this is proof that I'm doing good. And it actually allows me to do more good. And when we're on that, when we're in that, we're unstoppable. The, the possible, you know, is limitless. And that's what I want for everyone. I want that, 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 that life learner, 
that growth, that limitlessness, that that opportunity to expand to the who we were meant to be, the greatest potential of who we are. And and that's really what it, what it's about. Um, I've gathered some incredible people, uh, some of the most uh, inspiring regenerative entrepreneurs. Um, uh, that are currently currently with us. Paul Stamets, founder of Fungi Perfecti. He, he has fungi.com for a reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and we, we have you, Joy, who's, who's going to school us on hemp, the manifold benefits of hemp. And, the, and what you do is, a, is really what I'm trying to do with, the, with the, the whole industry is showcase, be the picture frame for the or a window to a new world where the solutions are all there and they're many and they're beautiful and they're filled with integrity and meaning and and like that's what it is that's that's what it really is and for every industry there's that there's those solutions there's a regenerative twin to every degenerative role in in our current system and so that's what i'm trying to plug in um <laughs> And, and we could just say here for the listeners, so we really know here, you know, there's so many how-tos in what, what is going to be offered, again, for free from some of the most amazing, inspiring, educated, intelligent folks out there. Powerful and transformative habits and routines. This is what you're going to learn at the Our Future conference. How to create a regenerative business plan. I mean, how to create a business plan would be awesome to learn for free. How to create a regenerative <laughs> business plan is like Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Diwali all wrapped in one. Uh, how to build teams, partnerships, and business guilds. How to brand and launch your vision. So this is some incredibly practical how to move yourself forward in, into an integral career. And then, of course, the niche workshops and Q&A on regenerative medicinal cannabis and hemp cultivation, mushroom cultivation, kombucha craft, apothecaries and herbalism, naturopathy, farm to pharmacy social media marketing and crowdfunding, hempcrete and other hemp products, market gardening, live Q&A, mycobills, live Q&A, and soil science, live Q&A. I mean, this is, this is a conference that could easily be, you know, a $1,700 conference plus travel. And it is being offered to the planet Earth for free over the course of five days. Now, we have hit Paul Stamets, obviously a rock star. So many folks have seen fantastic fungi uh, that he... Uh, narrated. Um, he's just a personal hero of mine on, on so many levels. His story, we, we need an entire podcast just to talk about Paul. Um, let's talk about Elaine Ingham and some of your other real highlights uh, that are going to be speaking. Yeah, Dr. Elaine Ingham, the soil scientist uh, and the compost pioneer. Um, her story isn't often told in full, and she is the reason the, the main force behind why we all know that compost is good. So she's going to be there and she, she's my mentor, my, one of my soil mentors, my, my longest soil mentor. And we have Sean Sherman, Chef uh, Sean Sherman. He's an award-winning author, the author of The Sous, Chef's in, uh, the Sous Chef's Indigenous Kitchen and the founder of Natives. And his story is phenomenal. It's, it's, if you don't know who Sean Sherman is, the James Beard award-winning author, 
it, it will inspire you and also open up new ways of looking at the world. Um, Jean-Martin Fortier, the best-selling author of The Market Gardener. Oh, I just just wanted to say on, on Sean, for the listeners who don't know, because, you know, there are sous chefs and then there are sous chefs. Uh, Sean Sherman is Uglala Lakota Sioux, and I, I have spoken with him um, before uh, at other conferences. And so when we're talking about the sous chef with, that's S-I-O-U-X. He is amazing. Sous Chef's Indigenous Kitchen. Um, Sean Sherman is really, I was so thrilled to see that he is participating in this event. And then please, the last thing I want to do is, is interrupt while you're telling us about Jean-Martin Fortier, please. <laughs> All good, all good. <laughs> and then we have Jean-Martin Fortier, the market gardener, the best-selling author, who's going to be talking to us about regenerative market gardening. And then we have Jean Rulac, the executive producer from Kiss the Ground, the amazing documentary and book series set that has hit the world recently and opened up so many people's hearts to soil. I feel like my book, um, in many ways, has arrived... Um, in the wake, of, it has arrived in the wake, but arrived in this amazing transformed wake. And and folks are just ready to learn about soil. And I, I'm ready, ready to talk about it. So so John is not just a kiss the ground guy. John is Nutiva's founder. John is a hemp hero of the deepest sort. And, and so John is, John's like legit on all these different levels. He's an entrepreneur. He started multiple companies. Um, he's got this, this, he's got that, you know, that all entrepreneurial energy, that spark, that like, that, that, that energy and jazz, he has that. Um, and it, it is something, it, it is something to note. <laughs> we all have to get our energy up and, 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 and one of the ways to do it is go to events like this. Like I said, Brandon Bouchard, because I love going to those events once a year and coming out of it glowing and being like, let's go, you know? And this is one of those events where we're going to really get excited because we can. This is all real. This is legit. These are people who have done it. They're living in it. The reality that many think is only possible in dreams. It's happening. We have Antoinette Marquez, the philosotherapist, who is so knowledgeable on the ocean, on seaweed, on healing therapies. She also... I mean, just when it comes to health, um, she taught me, she's a yogi. She's taught me so much um, personally about health. And then it's such an inspiration when it comes to truly regenerative businesses that when they scale, will start really sequestering carbon. Because, you know, seaweed sequesters 10 times the amount of carbon that anything land-based does just by the fact that it's aqua. So, um yeah, she's going to be there talking to us, inspiring us, opening up an entirely new window, entirely new, you know, branch of the world to people because 70% of the earth is water. So when we start thinking about what can be done, um, it's just wide open. And then we have one of my favorites, Coco Vinny. Um, he is the inventor. You might have seen him on Shark Tank. You might have seen him on The Prophet. He created a tap that you install on the coconut, you use, and then the tap and the coconut both compost. And the tap dissolves in 30 days in seawater into fish food. So it's like, 
lessons for the plastic industry, lessons for the food industry. It's so many opportunities for disruption. Get rid of the plastic. Get, you know what I mean? Turn that pla- what plastic remains into food, edible food. Because if it's fish food, it could be food for other things too. It could turn it into modulate into multiple things. I mean, if you going back to the seaweed, you've probably heard people are you know making plastics out of seaweed um, that are edible, so they can make dinnerware and everything that they can literally eat at the end of the meal. So the, again, the possibilities are so incredible, and it's wonderful to have these folks. So if you've ever had guayaki yerba mate and read the package and said, these people are so inspiring. 200,000 hectares of Amazonian rainforest restored and protected. And that's what they do. David Carr, the co-founder, is going to be talking to us about it. If you know the purple acai berry that was the, the, you know, everywhere has got this Suddenly, you know, it had, I think it was like five, 10 years ago. Suddenly there's this purple frozen like treat everywhere. Everybody's eating acai berries are everywhere. That's Sam Bozon bringing it to America for the first time. That's Ryan Black. And he'll be talking to us about that. We have William Padilla Brown, the mycologist, um, the founder of Mycosymbiotics and Mycofest. He is someone who follows his curiosity and ends up curating all these incredible life forms that he uses and ties into different foods and, and, and medicines. And, and that's why his, you know, his cordyceps are in tea and, and, and uh, yerba mate. That's why his cordyceps is in honey. And then he's the, also the leading, uh, cult, leading expert in cultivation of cordyceps in America. And he's also an author. And so we have all these incredible people. We have Rishi Strauss, the herbalist and mycologist. We've got Dr. Alicia Spaulding, who is the practicing naturopath who uses her garden and her farm in her practice. So there are so many, there's over 30. I could fill up the whole time. I, I, I feel like I, you know, for me, I'm excited to learn more, to get that charge, to get that energy from all these amazing speakers, because I know it's coming. I know that this is, uh, uh, you know, this is the time of year when I need this, and maybe you do too. You know, this time of year when 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 we're trying to make new resolutions, it's cold outside, it's wet. <laughs> so I hope you join us, ourfuture.world. In the remaining time that we have, I want to give folks some good logistical how-to, how they can truly avail themselves um, of r-future.world, of the Our Future Conference. Um, And I'll say that I am thrilled that on Saturday, the 16th, uh, I will be presenting Hemp, the Permaculture Flower, uh, basically a full hour at 3 o'clock Pacific time. And then we'll directly follow that on Saturday at four o'clock Pacific time with the cannabis panel that I'm so excited to be a part of. But how can folks, is this going to be via Zoom? How do they sign up? Do they get a reminder? How could, if we were to give the how to log in to our future, what would it be? I admit that I can't sit through conferences over Zoom. I lose my attention. If the sound dips, if there's like a, they starts freezing, I just tune out. I'm really sorry to all those people out there. And that's why this conference, except for small little areas where we do live Q&A and they're through specific channels that are going to be stronger than usual, um, it's all pre-recorded. 
So all these teachers have taken the time to think about their talks, write out their talks, and then present their talks, record their talks, and send it in to me so that there'll be no hiccups. I'll be releasing, you'll just sign up on my website. It'll feel like a regular course. You know, it'll have a login for you. You'll have the ability to comment. So let me ask you this. I really want to give folks the how-to. So I'm on the site right now. Um, is there a register uh, is how how does a person really I want to give them the real how to pretend I, I don't speak English and I've never done a, a conference online before. How do I how do I join the conference? What do I do? I go to your website and then what do I do? Yeah, you go to www.r-future.world and that is a lead website. So it'll change into my platform, which is Kajabi, Matt Powers and our future in like a long string. And it's a login website. It's an education platform. It's an incredible education platform. And so you're going to be logging in. You're going to enter your email. You're going to, uh, you're going to enter the, the, the website. And there's a free option. There's also an option at the bottom of that page where you can sign up. There's an option to download it for less than $50. And then there's an option to become a member and get an incredible goodie bag, which features a lot of the products from our teachers. So not only can you be watching this and learning from them, you can be taking their products in. You can be, you know, tasting it, tasting the change. And so um, that's an option. But you're going to go in there. You're going to be entering your information and you're going to be signing up. Um, and it'll. I think the way it works is it sends you a login link through your email and you just click on there and it just opens up and you're in. Um, you, I don't know exactly if it creates a password because I don't have your passwords. It's all personalized to you. <laughs> so, so it's, 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 but it's an incredible platform. It's by all the pros and I'm really excited that we, we all have it, <laughs> that we're all here on it. So um, that's, I, hopefully that's a good enough explanation. Yes, I think what I really want to to make sure folks know is because they tend to, when we get on these sites, see something, register here, register here. And so I want to make sure that the folks listening understand that there is not a register here button, that you scroll down um, and you're going to see some a red button that says reserve your spot. And if you want the free open to all reserve your spot, then you click the red button that says reserve your spot. If you want to keep the conference and download it for $49 for basically a priceless billion dollars worth of awesome, you click the the start on the path today, which is a blue button. And then for the become a member, which is you get the goodie bag and so many more, just tremendous amount of benefits to become a member. Then you click the sort of mint, make it your mission button. So understand that that's what you're looking for as you scroll down, either reserve your spot, start on the path today, or make it your mission and follow the prompts from there. Put in your email address, sign up for free. You're going to get your email and follow the instructions from there. So, but if you want to avail yourself, it's not in your budget for the $49 to download the whole thing, then you can certainly join for free, but make sure that it's going to be within the hours that the conference is being held, which is January 14th through January. And is this 18th or 17th? When does it end on the 18th or the 17th? It expanded to the 18th um, because so many, so many amazing speakers uh, said yes. 
Every, basically everyone said yes. Ah. And so I was like, I need to expand. And so it became 18 days. I mean, to the 18th day of the month. Not 18 days, thankfully. <laughs> five days, though. Five full days now. What a gift. Yeah. Yeah, it really is spectacular. But it shows the health of the industry that there's so many people and there's an abundance of people. I had to turn people away once we said five days because I didn't have the spots. And it just shows the health and the vigor of this in, in this industry. Matt Powers, I cannot wait to have you on again. I can't thank you enough for being alive. I'm thanking your mother for bearing you. This <laughs> is going to be incredible. It's what we need. It is the most awesome way to start 2021. It is just perfect, brother. You are such a catalyst. You are a lightning rod. Again, your work is tremendous. Watching your lotus petals unfold and that of your entire beautiful family is such a joy, a true joy. Um, and I can't wait to do more work with you, brother. Thank you so much for being with us today. Mm. And I'm super excited to just knock socks off at the Our Future Conference between January 14th and the 18th. Thank you, Matt. It's going to be amazing. Thank you for being part of it. Thank you, back. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.